InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. America is a country built on diversity, and we certainly have made strides in the past few decades. Many Americans never thought they would see an African-American president in their lifetimes. But one expert believes we still have a long way to go to bring people together and make our country a better place for all Americans. Our guest is Roosevelt Thomas. Dr. Thomas, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Now, you're CEO of a business consulting and training company. You're founder of the American Institute for Managing Diversity, which I, I see is celebrated 20 years. Uh, congratulations on that. Thank you. And you've also written several books on this topic, including Building on the Promise of Diversity. Well, let's start with a basic question. When we talk about diversity, are we talking only about race, or should we look at a bigger picture? Well, you're talking about differences, similarities of any kind. We believe if you have differences and similarities along a dimension, you also will have related tension. Now, this is a little different than many people think about diversity. They think about it in the context of race, ethnicity, and gender. And it does relate to those dimensions, but there are an infinite number of dimensions other than those as well. Hmm, interesting. Now, you call, in fact, one of your chapters in your book is titled The United States, An Experiment in Diversity. Why do you say that? Well, I think we, from the very beginning, we have welcomed all people, but we have struggled with the differences that they bring. So there's always been the question, if we welcome you in, can we be open to what you bring? Now, the truth be told, we have not really been open to diversity. We have been open to representation or pluralism. And when I say pluralism, I mean we've been open to having multiple nationalities and multiple peoples represented, but we've also insisted that they would assimilate or acculturate. Now, to the extent that we insist upon that and are able to pull it off, we are talking about reducing diversity. In your book, you talk about the pluses and the minuses of affirmative action, and I wonder if you could just talk about your viewpoint on that. Well, I think affirmative action is basically symptomatic of our inability to deal with diversity. When the civil rights laws were passed, we felt that that would give rise to a pluralistic workforce, a pluralistic organization, with respect to race in particular. It did not happen, so we then resorted to affirmative action, proactive efforts to mainstream people who had been excluded. I think there are many pluses for that, but there are also some negatives in the sense that affirmative action has been politicized, there's concern about it being preferential treatment or reverse discrimination. My position is that in its original form, it's not reverse discrimination or preferential treatment. And if you really want to get rid of affirmative action, we have to talk about how do we create a workforce or organizational population that are representative of our broader societal population. And that's the challenge we have, and that's a managing diversity challenge that we're still struggling with. Forty years after affirmative action and the civil rights laws first appeared on the scene, we are still struggling with how do you get a representative workforce, how do you get a representative population within our organization. We're talking with Roosevelt Thomas, author of Building on the Promise of Diversity, and he is an expert in this field. Dr. Thomas, what you're saying about affirmative action, are you saying it's been kind of a disappointment? I mean, 40 years you'd think that we would have made more progress in this, and we have not 
it seems, uh, I don't think anybody is completely satisfied with how things have turned out. Affirmative action has not been a disappointment. I think if we truly understand what it was intended to do, it was intended to reach out and bring into the organization people who had not been part of the organization. You have many success stories where corporations have been able to do that. The challenge they have had is sustaining that progress. I don't believe that affirmative action has been a disappointment. I believe we have not been able to deal with the diversity that can come from having a representative workforce, either brought about by affirmative action or brought about naturally. Well, certainly in terms of the workplace, that seems like it would be a great place to foster diversity because people may go home and they go to their neighborhood or their culture or their group that they hang out with, but in a workplace, they're going to meet different people. They're going to, you know, learn to respect other people, other cultures, and so on. So obviously, yes, having the management deal with that properly and make it work well is going to make everything function better. But you hit up on a real critical issue with respect to achieving pluralism. Pluralism and the civil rights movement have really emphasized similarities. In the civil rights day, you used to hear people say, we are very similar you cut a white person, that person bleeds red. You cut a black person, that person bleeds red. We downplay the differences. So we very well can get along. We can have pluralism with respect to race, gender, or ethnicity. We still are challenged with the task of making quality decisions in the midst of differences and similarities and tensions. If I'm someone in an organization, I'm not the leader but I'm somebody who's in an organization and I'm frustrated and I feel that this issue isn't being addressed, is there anything I can do or am I really just at the mercy of the leader in this position? I think you are at the mercy of the leader unless you can bring about an awareness of the differences between diversity, managing diversity, workforce diversity, and managing workforce representation. And a lot of the stories that you see in the newspaper or in other media outlets they emphasize the representation piece, and they call it diversity. I just read one just the other day, and they were talking about what percentage of our workforce consists of women or minorities. That's representation. What still remains to be done or addressed is, now that you have this representative population, how do you go about helping them understand how to make quality decisions in the midst of differences, similarities, and attention? In your uh, idealized world, if you could uh, look to the future, how would having a perfectly diverse workforce in our country and population, what would that bring to us that we are lacking now? Well, one thing it would bring would be cohesiveness. We have a challenge, even when we talk about the civil rights movement, are confused. So you hear people use the word desegregation and integration as if they are the same, and that's not the case. Integration refers to cohesiveness. Desegregation refers to removing the sanctions for legal separation, racial separation in particular. So if we could do a better job of managing diversity, we would have a greater sense of cohesiveness. And that takes us back to America, a fragile experiment in diversity. We also would see more leaders, political, educational, religious, working to talk about how do we get cohesiveness in the midst of the differences, similarities, tensions, and complexity. Well, we're living in a multicultural world in uh, the 21st century here, and I guess as we wrap this up, Dr. Thomas, any last words for our listeners on this? 
I think I would urge our listeners to make this very personal. We talk about being diversity challenged. What that means is having difficulty making quality decisions in the midst of differences, similarities, and tension. I think it's very instructive to look at our personal lives and see where we are challenged. There's not necessarily anything wrong with being challenged, but you do need to be aware of where you're challenged and what it's costing you or what you're gaining if you're going to have motivation to move forward and become more effective in managing diversity. And this means in marriages, in families, in community organizations, and not just in the business workforce. The book is Building on the Promise of Diversity, How We Can Move to the Next Level in Our Workplaces, Our Communities, and Our Society. Roosevelt Thomas is the author, and you have a website, rthomasconsulting.com. Dr. Thomas, thanks so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. I thank you very much. Next, scams, ripoffs, and bogus deals. You'll want to hear how to avoid the crooks. Coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 